Hi, it's Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. Well, if I told you that I'm going to talk about David and Goliath, would you possibly skip this message and move on with your day? (laughs) I mean, you've probably already heard this well-known story many times, right? Certainly there can't be anything else to learn about David and Goliath. Well, that's not true. Please stay with me. There's always more to learn, and I can't wait to tell you what I've discovered in this famous account about a showdown with a giant. So in 1 Samuel 17, the Philistines, those are the bad guys, came up to battle against the Israelites. Those are the good guys. Well, Goliath, a terrifying Philistine giant, threatened and mocked the Israelites every single day for 40 days. Five times in this chapter, the Bible says that Goliath defied God and his people. He defied God and he defied God's people. Here is the Hebrew root word for our English word defy. This is what it means. The Hebrew root word means this, to reproach, to taunt, to blaspheme, and to threaten. So here's this giant reproaching, taunting, blaspheming, and threatening not only God and his name, but also his people. Remember, while the Bible documents real historical events, it is also God's word. It personally applies to our lives. So let's ask these questions. What giant does Goliath represent in your life right now? What circumstances or things in your heart or mind are taunting and threatening you? The giants may say something like, you actually think God will heal you? Or you really believe he's going to come and rescue you? Or who do you think you are? No one cares about you. You can't do anything right. Just give up. You're too small. Listen. Goliath, he's got a big mouth. And Goliath represents the things that look impossible or seem to overpower us. Our giants may be physical. They can be emotional, even mental or spiritual. Whatever seems overwhelming and undefeatable. Well, God's got good news for all of us. David, a young Israelite, heard about Goliath's defiance. And his response provides a glorious pattern for us to follow. Not only was he willing to stand up against that giant, but he was also filled with a righteous anger against what he says in verse 26, that uncircumcised Philistine who defies the armies of the living God. So David went to a brook and he chose five smooth stones for his sling. This young man's slingshot was his only apparent weapon. Or was it? Hmm, listen to what he said to the bully as he stood up to him. Here are verses 45 to 47. Count how many times you hear the word will, W-I-L-L. Ready? This is David saying to Goliath, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand, 
and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. David made, how many did you count? Okay, a bit of a trick question. Four times you hear the word will, and once you hear shall. Shall means will. So let's count shall along with will. That makes five confident declarations of faith that David made. Faith in the Lord's victory. And listen, one confident response was for each cry of defiance from the enemy. One proclamation of triumph for each of the five stones. Had you ever wondered why David took five stones? See, David was sure God would deliver him. Why? Because he knew the Lord. He read the scriptures. He had made a habit of praying continually. He had spent countless hours with God serving him in the fields as a shepherd. And he had experienced God's deliverance firsthand. He already had. If you look back at verses 34 to 37, you can see that on your own. Read on your own later. Well, as you probably know, David ends up defeating Goliath with his first stone. That stone hits the giant on the head and knocks him out. David then exuberantly cuts off the enemy's head with Goliath's own sword. (laughs) Yep. The very weapon the enemy threatened to use against David was the very thing used to behead that big bad bully. How's that for a triumphant win? Gets me pumped up. This is awesome stuff. This is how the Lord works in our lives. Yes, for you and me. So I asked a moment ago, why did David take five stones? Here's the new observation that intrigued me as I studied and taught this a while back. Why not just one stone? Why not three stones? Why did he take five stones? Did he lack faith? Was he there at the brook thinking, hmm, God, I know you can do this, but then, well, maybe I should get four more stones as a backup just in case the first one doesn't work. I mean, we're all human, right? David was no exception. Another consideration is, Maybe David was just a practical kind of guy. Possibly he figured, well, certainly with five shots, I'll get him. Or was there more to the situation than meets the eye? I would like to propose another possibility. This is so exciting. Look what the Lord reveals to us in 2 Samuel 21. It's verses 15 to 22. You can read that on your own, but I'll tell you a summary of what happens in 2 Samuel. This takes place several years after his victory over Goliath. So in 2 Samuel, several years later, after David defeated Goliath, David defended himself yet again against the Philistines. He and his men ended up facing four more giants. And they conquered all four. But guess what? The scripture in 2 Samuel 21 describes one of those giants 
as the brother of Goliath. And then says of all four of those giants, quote, these four were born to the giant in Gath and fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. Did you catch that? If one of those four giants was Goliath's brother and all four were born to the same giant, then all four were related, right? What if David was operating with such great faith at the time of getting those five stones from the brook before he faced down Goliath? So much faith that he knew God would not only take out Goliath that day with one stone, but also eventually give him victory over four more giants. Well, hey, even if this is assuming too much, what we do know is this. David took five stones, right? He used one on Goliath, correct? Then together with his servants later, he defeated four more. While he didn't literally use those four stones at that later date, when I discovered these wonderful verses, I was left with a challenge. May I pass it along to you? Here it is. Name the giant you're facing today. Name it. Do you name it fear? Do you name it anxiety? Hopelessness? Name your giant. Is it anger? Bitterness? Envy? Pride? Self-righteousness? Name it. No, no, no. Go further than that. Name five of your giants. Name five. Listen. They're all related. They all work together. Fear, anxiety, and stress, they all work together. Depression, hopelessness, self-condemnation, they work together. Since our rock is Jesus, and Jesus is the word of God, now find one scripture for each of those five giants. One that defeats each one. Five, five scriptures for five giants. Then speak the word. Speak those scriptures against each one of those overwhelming things in your life. Take up the word of God and fling it at the enemy. Fling it. Put it in that sling of yours and throw it at those giants. How dare they defy the living God? How dare they threaten the people of God? Stand up with a holy passion and take them down, brother, sister. Take them down. Operate with the faith of David and say, Lord, I'm not only going to crush anxiety today, but I'm also using your word against its brother, fear. In fact, I'm taking down its cousin, depression, as well. And despair, you're finished, along with your relative, self-pity. Then take five scriptures and speak them against those five giants, intentionally, deliberately, believing you have victory in Jesus' name. Do you believe you have the victory? Oh, if not, you've missed the best part. Hey, 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 listen. God is with you, not your giant. God is with you, not your giant. Remember what David said. It's God's word for you and me today. You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you've defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you 
And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you, enemy, into our hands. God is for you, not the giants. You have the Lord of hosts on your side. The giants don't. Now go, take five, and defeat those giants. <laughs>